Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Boy, do we have a panel for you today. The industry's screenwriting experts. A panel of new voices in Hollywood. The costumes are a character. Fuck, Mary kill. Wide shot, two shot, close up. This is Artists. On Artists. On Artists. On Artists. Do you know why they call it show business? I always wondered that. Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. This week, we sit down with the cast and creators of CW's The Gargoyle Journal. One of the hottest new teen dramas to hit the television space, Gargoyle Journal tells the story of a young girl who moves to a town and finds that the sexy folks around her happen to be gargoyles. The CW is a network that all networks look up to for bringing hot, fresh, and likable things to the teen dramas everywhere. So get those ears ready and make sure you bring a little towel because it might get a little sweaty in there. (laughs) It's hot. Let's listen in. Hi, my name is Stephanie Christford. I am the creator, writer, showrunner, and EP, gosh, I just do it all, of the CW's The Gargoyle Journal. What's up? I'm Chester Church. I play Joe Nava. Um one of the students, and who's also one of the gargoyles. And my name is David Wimberly. I play Father Gargoyle. His name is Andiago. And I'm happy to be here. Hey, I'm Randa Ninkbacher, and I play the one, the only, Jessica. It's so great to have everybody here to, um, you know, finally see our little baby come to life. Yeah, definitely. It's And uh, I got to give it up to you, Stephanie. Thank you for writing this because, you know, without your pen on paper, I don't think we'd be here. Bravo, Stephanie. Really wonderful stuff. Yes. The God of our creation. Thank you. And um, (laughs) it's funny you mentioned God because as um, a woman... Uh, raised in a um, some would call born again Christian cult. Um, I had a lot, a lot of you know experience with shame and and guilt um, surrounding sexuality, and so um, Gargoyle Journal was really just something I wrote in the darkness as uh, like a scared teen, and so to finally be able to see, you know, some of frankly the hottest teenage actors I've ever seen, if I can say that, uh, portraying these roles, it's really brought me a lot of uh, peace and healing. Yeah, I love to hear that. I really love to hear that, you know, because for me, what a gargoyle is, is bravery. Mm. What a gargoyle is, is stone. What a gargoyle is, is big teeth, big eyes, and also what a gargoyle is, is brave. Mm. Yes. I'm so glad you feel that way because the amount of executives who I, you know, I I said I have this vision. I have this vision of of these hot, sensual gargoyles. And they said, no, that's not sexy. Vampires are sexy. You know, werewolves can be sexy. Gargoyles aren't sexy. Well, I think, take a look at this cast. I (laughs) think we can beg to differ, right? Mm. Yes. Uh, You know, I have uh, never been called sexy by anyone so this has been very exciting to be involved in the cast and to be included i've always been cast as kind of nasty men and it's really fun to be finally seen as sexy as the father gargoyle on diago yeah it was just i would say it's really fun to be included in that and i know you know i'm working really closely with jessica every day and it's just been a delight it's been fantastic you know, Jessica played Jessica so well. I'm sorry. Her real name is Miranda, but I can only see her as Jessica. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you want to jump in or what? <laughs> I'm so happy. I mean, the chemistry between you two is undeniable. We've gotten a lot of outside feedback that says, you know, these people were so perfectly cast because they, A, not only have this undeniable uh, sexual tension they also really 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 look like gargoyles and that's something not a lot of people see the sensuality in that but mm. i was very clear when we started casting 
I want to see people who look like gargoyles. Mm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What did you think when you were like thinking about that? What What does a gargoyle look like for you? To me, a gargoyle is packed, packed. A gargoyle is dense to me. A gargoyle is sturdy. A gargoyle has um, a busted face. A gargoyle has... <laughs> so you just, when we came in casting, you thought that's what we looked like? We just talked about how sexy we were, so I'm a I'm little just... confused. No, 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 no. Those are I not sexy things. The... Dense is not sexy. <laughs> I know, me, like, my skin is a little is... gray pigmented, but mm. I thought that was more of, like, a, a thing I was working on. You know, I don't want to look tan. I want to look gray, you know? Mm-hmm. And that is what makes all of you... Uh, you're you're the dream let's be clear i went i went through thousands of the cw's typical roster of people they send in and they tape for these roles and i said no that's a vampire you're sending me a vampire stop sending me vampires when i want gargoyles Mm. and that was something i was very firm on i need a dense tightly packed one ton Little guy. <laughs> I would love and to that's, say I think, what something. I got. Oh, Jessica's um, speaking. I haven't heard her speak more than three oh, sentences. Sorry, yeah, I yes. just um, I'm I'm so shy. I hate these interviews. I'm one of those actresses that doesn't like to talk. <laughs> um, it was crazy um, because my reps um, sent me the part right after I had been the cover of Teen Vogue, and um, I know they're filming this interview. I did. In, I'm, I was in an Oscar de la Renta dress, and I was sitting like this, crouching with both my knees up, and like that's a gargoyle, just, yeah, just like that, yeah. big, and big smile, yes, with the Oscar de la Renta dress, yes, and it's just funny because this is the way I normally sit, and my reps called me and they were like, "The cover is amazing. We also um, have the perfect role for you." And if you were going to tell me it was gargoyles, I would have cried and been like, this can't be my big break um, to be a female gargoyle. Um, I mean, and that's the thing. There are very few female gargoyles out there. And so that was something I really wanted to do, not just for me, but for women. I wanted to give women a gift. Mm-hmm. And that is the representation of female gargoyles on screen. And, you know... I gotta say, Miranda, you absolutely nailed it. The second you crouched in that audition tape, I knew. I knew it was you. And that's just how I like to say it. Can I say, uh, to say that, uh, the amount of cloth set chairs that you busted through because you crouched with your feet on those chairs, those director's style chairs, the way you would bust them and they'd fold in, it was it was a lot to watch. They're not made for the way I sit. I feel um, like you went through three just during one scene that I was shooting because the noise was loud and it took a lot to. And not each time, break. each time I fell, I'd be like, "Oh God, I'm so shy!" And I everyone just fell. helped you so much and gave you another chair for you to break. Everyone always, no one told you to not do that. It it was great. It was. It really just great, it actually. makes my ass look better when I okay. sit like that. Okay. So um yeah. I got into a ton of, you know, I was talking to the production manager all the time saying, we've got to get these gargoyles some stone chairs. They, we can't keep going through these. I mean, this is ridiculous. And My I'm going gargoyles. To be honest, I'm going to be honest. I'm glad we didn't go with that either. That would have yeah, been for the record, I'm glad we, for the record for me, I'm glad we had just regular chairs. I we wish we had stones. We had situation with the chairs. You know, we were going hard. I wish we had stones. Soft. I wish well, we had stones. Thank you, Miranda. I wish we had stones. I'm, mm-hmm. I know it's acting isn't comfortable. I don't believe that acting should be comfortable. Okay. You know, I think it should be about the character. But agree to disagree. Anyway, it's just it's it's honoring to have every female written for our screen, and I think the CW does that. Um, we're getting to see females be hungry and nasty for blood, and we get to see females crouch and sit like a freaking weirdo like me because um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of the fun thing it's like this school has a ton of hot people and they're the hot people are the gargoyles and when jessica or miranda's character jessica comes into the school you know she's quirky she's not the usual hot person but she's still really hot you know like i think objectively of we can course, I all mean, say like, I, I think i speak for myself and the cw network we would never cast an uggo 
No, right? definitely. Yes. I'll, I'd I'll love also to hear speak that. for I'd this. I'd love to hear when you guys say that. It really is nice for me to hear. <laughs> and I think it's good for Hollywood to hear. Can, yeah. you, can you elaborate, Stephanie? It's like, well, because I want to also just jump in and cut off Stephanie here purposefully. Great. And say <laughs> that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And Thank say. You. Go on. Thank you. Well, Thank it's you. just, Thank I will say, <laughs> I've been in this. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Uh, like, my one of my favorite things to do is, you know, make a stand like this. Um, Stephanie, sorry. Did you want to go? Um, I'll no, go. I think you, you made a whole no. show of this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. For, this for, industry yeah. has been tough for hot men, hot white men specifically. Like I've been in this industry for four years and when I started, it was completely different. I'm, I'm a good looking guy. I can book. I could get out there, book, book, book. You know, I've, I've done my series regulars before. I've done my pilots before. And then about two years in, it started drying up. And I thought, it's not me. It's just, it can't be me. So I thought they're probably stopped trying to cast hot people. So you guys making the statement, CW, to only ever cast hot people, I'm behind you 100%. I'm behind you 100%. One thing I would like to bring up that I thought was incredible are we allowed to give away much of the plot of the pilot of the first? Yeah, episode? I think so. We I'll are. make the call. I think that I think that if you haven't seen the pilot, I mean, you're missing out. That's you on need you. To watch. Well, we'll we'll talk about it. There's a very incredible scene uh, when Jessica, you know, finally does come in with the gargoyles of the high school, and there is the transformation in which they turn her into a gargoyle. And I thought the scene was, uh, in one word, frightening. Amazing, and also that they did it in the pilot. You'd think that that'd be a whole series arc. It was, but instead they pushed it to the top. Yeah, the middle twenty-five minutes. It was a lot, and we got to it fast. And it's a forty-three-minute episode, so she's brand new to the show. And twenty-five minutes in, she's a gargoyle. Yes, immediately. I I think it's so important that you establish it fast, and the plot happens. Let's get to it. We've seen other series, not to name names. Twilight. We'll tease that out for. Hate, hate it, hate it, hate it, um, hate it. Hate hate it. it. <laughs> Sorry, my inner gargoyle just comes out when I think about Twilight and how fucked that is. And that Stephanie woman, name it, name it, name it, and hate it. Mm. Name it, hate it. Gargoyle journal. <laughs> we like that one. That's good. <laughs> we do like that one. That's the one that we made. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I would love to show that scene really quickly because I think that's sort of. Um, what this whole series is about. So this is when um, this is 23 minutes into the pilot when uh, Jessica becomes a gargoyle. Now, Jessica, the process is difficult. I don't feel well. Father gargoyle, I don't feel well. We're filling your body with cement. Father, do you think this is all right? Uh, Do you think she's ready? I don't know. She just got to the school just a day ago. I don't care how long I've been in this town or been in this school. I am ready. Father, I'm ready. Throw me in there. We fill her with cement. We let the dragon wings emerge. If she is true of gargoyle, the cement will fuse with her skin, and the wings will become flappable. I am a gargoyle. Jessica. I'm the hot prom king, Gargoyle. And I would wonder if you want to have sex with me. You are also a Gargoyle? Is this school full of them? Yes, we wanted to get into it right away. Yes. I love that scene so much. It seems so sweet. And it's kind of fun because that the Gargoyle that just comes in right at the end there sets up kind of what the season's about, which is prom. Yes. And where, if Jessica's going to go to prom, who she's going to go to prom with, you know? Because my character, uh, Jonava, you know, he is kind of an outcast. He's like kind of like, I know that gargoyle said he was the bad boy, but I just always thought Jonava was the bad boy because he's kind of an outcast, you know? Miranda, so, I was, oh, sorry, Stephanie, I was wondering, I wanted to ask you something. I've I've always been wondering this. Why did you have such incredibly creatively named characters like Jonava and Andiago? And then, you know, that character that came in right at the end of the second act of the pilot was named Hot Gargoyle Prom King. Why did you make that yes, choice? Yes, so, 
Yeah, so I used to um, think that was the breakdown, but that's the role name. No, that was the name. That yeah, was the, the breakdown name. said Jeremy. It goes back. <laughs> yes, the breakdown was Jeremy, but that was just code name because you don't want to give away all your secrets. You know, you have every actor in town when you're doing a big cattle call for hot gargoyles, mm-hmm. and you don't want to give it all away. Yeah, that but was the- crazy because I almost went out for that, and the, it did. I just got a breakdown. Usually, you get like, like quirky or hot or this this all it said was break jeremy hard period we were really trying to attract jeremy's to the role but then to go back to the naming hot gargoyle prom king it goes back to commedia dell'arte right we're talking stereotypes we're talking archetypes (laughs) we're talking people who just are what they are we're talking recognizable tropes we all know the stereotypes surrounding hot gargoyle prom kings right i mean they're ladies men they're 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 football players. They they're, love jerky. They're full of cement, and they love jerky. At night, they eat uh, women and protect churches. Yes, and they they all have some sort of epiglottal disorder. They mm. they gurgle so intensely in the night. This brings true. me to another question. I wanted to know where you got all of your gargoyle research, and and what specific type of law you're using for this television show. Or um, I have another just to add piggyback off of that. What gives you the right to tell the story of the gargoyle? Wow. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, fair question, Miranda. Oh. I will be honest. Stephanie, I am you not just a started sweating. Myself. I am. I well, Miranda. Did that come I mean, across I, accusatory? No, I didn't mean a, it to. I'm really hate to cut, And I hate to cut both of you off, but I'm going to. <laughs> please do. Please now. do. Thank no, you. Of, of course. <laughs> I think real art. Thank you. So an much. artist should be able to talk Thanks, about man. whatever they want. Thank you. They should be able to write whatever they want. If Stephanie wants to write about gargoyles, that's great. If I want to write about, I don't know, indigenous people in Australia, that's great too. And maybe my pilot should have been picked up. Yeah, Big Red Rock. Are you talking about that one? Yeah, you read it. Thank you for reading it. Yeah, I did read that. Yes, that had a reputation as being um, pretty extensively uh, offensive to... Everyone involved. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't see it, but I got a lot of feedback. And usually with feedback, I just say no. I got the SAG don't work email for <laughs> Big Red Rock. <laughs> and it was still in script phase when that went around, which mm-hmm. was kind of wild. It was. Crazy. I wrote a first draft. I was sending it out for notes. I was saying <laughs> no to all the notes. And SAG sent that email, and I was just dead in the water. SAG there was said no, no recovery one is attached from to this. This script is not in development. But we want to make sure that nobody goes anywhere near this. And I love and those emails. Those easy it emails hurt. are helpful as an actor, and that's why I pay my dues. I've been working on every single one. I've been working on every single one of those projects when those emails go out. <laughs> so you really? pick every SAG don't you work accidentally, email. You accidentally, specifically, accidentally. This is a little bit of my lot in life. I'm so excited to be on Gargoyle Journal because I've been on so many what I would call scam productions. <laughs> I have been tricked so many times. It has been frightening. I Menti? Yes. It, it, so many so, times? So many. Is that like mean like 20? 20. <laughs> I, yeah. I so many meaning 20, yes. It's it, it frightening. Yeah. The amount of things that I've been subjected to. And I've been told these projects are union. And then I, I get there and they say union spelled Y-O-O-N. I O N. And so I say, then, what is union? That's closer uh, to onion. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that I've heard of it. That's, that's Richard Union's club. Yes. Of, um, he's that famous uh, con artist slash director who, ma- who makes these projects and he tells them, well, that's a union project. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like this uh, <laughs> yes. Scooby Doo thing where once Sag finds out, he goes, oh, found <laughs> out again and runs he is- away. The rascal of North Hollywood is what we call him, and Chatsworth. He is so, a nightmare. With every project, do you just like, um, like open your email waiting for the call sheet, and then you get a SAG do not work email, and then yes. you just sometimes quit. I'm on set, sometimes I'm midline, sometimes it, it literally the emails really are tough. coming, and all of a sudden, uh oh, I shouldn't be there, you know? And they say, where are you going? And I get out in the craziest ways, but I always get out. It is. I love our union. I love our. I union. love our union, and I don't love mm-hmm. Richard Union. I want to make that clear. Richard Union is a scam artist. Someone has to arrest that man. I think we can all agree that Richard Union needs to be arrested. But for he the can, thing they he just can't bars. catch him. They he just can't catch a him. A rascal. He has so many wigs that they cannot catch him. 
So many wigs. And he wears them on his wrists, so you can't even slap uh, handcuffs. <laughs> because his wrists are so slippery. Because they're so all slippery, slippery with synthetic gre- wigs. Greasy wigs. Greasy wigs. Wigs, Those wigs covered are so in slippery. spray. I would slippery actually like wigs. to jump to um, one of my favorite scenes of the pilot. Mm. Um, this is kind of the scene where myself um, and Miranda's <laughs> character meet. And I really, really loved it because I felt like... I don't know. It kind of it, you get what the show is about immediately. Mm. Um, yes, yes, and well, because um, she becomes a gargoyle at minute twenty three, right? right? And mm-hmm. so we really get right out ahead of this very quickly. I believe in a quick and fast pilot. I believe in a season one condensed into the pilot, and then the rest of season one can be season two. If that makes mm. any sense. Yeah, I mean, and- I remember when I screen tested for this role. I remember the head of CW told me that the li- that. Um, the CW shows aren't about the fabric in which these characters are made in. The climax is the love triangle. So it's actually like when you think about it, like not about gargoyles. It's just about three people fighting for love. Would you mm-hmm. say that, Stephanie, that it's not about gargoyles? Um, well, I'll, cu- I'll cut her off again. It listen. definitely is <laughs> Thank about you. gargoyles. Thank it you. It 100% Thanks so much. Thank you. And Thank I want you, you so to watch. I'm Thank making a choice to cut you off because so I don't trust you. what you're going to say. It's Thank about you. gargoyles, you know. Well, I didn't it's mean about to, gargoyles I, I and I the misspoke. gargoyle journal. I think I misspoke because I'm not used to speaking on my own. Um, I think it is about gargoyles, but like, what's real? What the whole season is is about a love triangle. Mm. I would say that for me, the show is about gargoyles, but in my mind, gargoyles are the purest form of love there is. Mm. There is no being on earth that loves like a gargoyle, and that is why going back to uh, what you were um so uh aggressively asking me earlier miranda i believe i have the right to write about gargoyles because i'm someone who's fallen in love i am a woman in love (laughs) he plays the tin man on hollywood boulevard and i have fallen head over heels in love with him his name is. i was wondering who that was on set all that time walking around very loudly interrupting all the shots like yes, we couldn't that was shoot, my boyfriend. we had to constantly stop because we heard all this clink, 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 clink. Like does, tin hitting tin. Yes. Does he ever know? take that costume off? And my second answer, my second question after you answer no is why doesn't he? I hope you have a second answer as well. I hope you also have a second answer. Give us two answers and then and then and then and then uh, answer the second question as well. <laughs> Thank you. So I have two answers for the first question. Uh, the two answers for the first question are no and no way. He never takes it off. And um, to your follow-up question, why doesn't he? He is very religious. Okay. Um. Another question I had about the gargoyles, and then we have to get to this scene. Um, yeah, I was just wondering, did we just not want to see it? or Well, a question about it, I think this could help. I would love to see it. I would love to but... see it. Gargoyles are mostly associated with churches, correct? And being on churches and gothic buildings. I noticed there aren't any outward religious tones uh, or any references. And even there's a scene where um, I, my character, Andiago, is walking past the church and someone looks and says, don't look at that. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that right now. We're not talking about that right now. It's played for laughs. It's played for laughs. (laughs) Oh, we're not talking about that right now. I, I, I do think it's very well because that was a major note I got in the script uh, for, from many different people is so these gargoyles gargoyles are attached to buildings inherently right but these gargoyles aren't attached to anything they don't ever like by definition a gargoyle isn't like a real thing it's not like a specific creature that exists it is when a creature is attached to the building and they're made of stone that's a gargoyle but these hot kids are running around without any buildings on them. And I had to tell them, you know, that's because you don't have any imagination. The kids, these hot gargoyle kids, are carrying the world on their backs. That's the biggest building there is. Studios so, don't get it. They're idiots. They don't get it. They don't mm. get it. They don't get it. And, you know, I'm very happy they <laughs> have given me a lot of creative freedom, really, for no reason. Um, a lot. And- You're not even a gargoyle, and you wrote about it. Miranda, easy. Okay, Miranda. Sorry, Miranda, I'm- no, we should we should air this now. We should air this now. So I know just, that you have- just confirming, nobody wanted to see my scene. I want to see the clip. I want to see Thank the clip. No, so it's much. fine. Let's air it out first, at least. No, you, 
No, I think we should see the scene. No, it's Listen, fine. We'll no, get no, to no, it. No, 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 no. We're going to get to the I'm clip. cutting you off Miranda. Right now. <laughs> Miranda, I want to know why this hurts for you. Because no. I want to heal this. I want to heal this by the time season two is rolling around. I need to heal this before pre-production. Gotta get there Miranda. before season two is rolling around. We have to. We don't even know if we're confirmed, but we're all assuming. Once it starts rolling oh. around, you never know what's going to happen. This show, they'd be, they'd be fucking fools. No, it's a, that's a good showrunner and lead like head writer to talk about things before the, show, the season two rolls around. Because you have to do things before they roll around. Mm-hmm. Um, I just care about story authority and who has the authority to tell them. And sometimes I feel like being in love with a tin man on Hollywood Boulevard has nothing to do with Gargoyle Journal. Well, um, Miranda, thank you for saying that. Um, and now I posit this question, which I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say as your boss. Um, are you a gargoyle? And if you don't want to talk about this, we can, we can cut this out. But I just want to ask, you know, do you have the authority to challenge me on this? I don't want to answer that question. Okay, let's see the clip. So you're new in town. <laughs> yeah. Right there's the library. That's Fountain Hall. That's the Performing Arts Center. And right here I am. Performing Arts? Do you do that? Hmm. <laughs> I guess you could say. But not here. Where? Look, outside of school, a couple of us hang out. Maybe you should join. Oh, I... I have math homework, and I love math. I'm a geek like that, so... Mm. Yeah, you fucking are, aren't you? Excuse me? You're a fucking geek. Too scared. You probably came from some big city school, and now you want to join our group? Yeah, don't, my gosh, what's happening? Sorry. Sometimes when I tense up, I look a little weird. All right. Meet us after school. (laughs) Dad's house. You're going to become a gargoyle. Thanks for letting me show that clip, guys. That that yeah, I felt clip. like I really acted my ass off there. And I looking back, I didn't realize, yeah, just going to say this out loud. Miranda, you might be a gargoyle. You were making some choices in that scene that seemed like maybe, I don't know, you're a legitimate gargoyle. And to, to be technically clear, you were not yet a gargoyle in the show. Mm-mm. So you were supposed to be playing non-gargoyle. You could hear me say, kill that line, when I said right at the end, I said, let's go, we're going to turn you into a gargoyle. I don't, I don't know. I only do what I'm told on set. I don't really... If somebody, somebody I was probably, screaming crouch a lot. Yeah, and I was probably listening to the director. Yes. Who didn't, um, didn't Billy Crystal's son direct this episode? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Whitney Crystal. Yes. Whitney, Whitney Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Whitney Crystal. I remember Whitney he was Crystal, really demanding. true visionary. Yeah, I remember true. he was really Awful, demanding. But so I was probably just demanding. I probably was just listening to what he had to say and nothing else besides but that. But I also now am remembering every time we shot, you couldn't do night shoots. And then when sunset rolled around, you said, oh, sorry, I have to go. And then I followed you one time and you just walked into that church. Walked. Yeah. Anytime we walked by a church, you would sort of go, oh, no. And then you'd look away. And then I'd look back, and then there'd be a sort of gargoyle that I didn't recognize, like some sort of lion bust that I wasn't quite sure was there before. I also remember, like, some people were protesting outside of the church, and you went haywall. You were screaming, like, I have to protect it. You don't understand. I have to protect it. This is my duty. This is my honor. This is my duty. Mm-hmm. There was also a time at catering when you were eating a burrito. And you, instead of the way normal people eat burritos, which is kind of cylinder in, you ripped the middle of the burrito open, and then your back arched, and you had these huge teeth, and you were just digging with your hands, eating the burrito. Oh, and there was that moment where you asked Crafty if they had any more concrete, Mm -hmm. and then the Crafty person said, what? And then you said, never mind, and you ran away. And then I was there at Crafty once, and you said, do you have any Bibles? Um, Okay. Should I go in order, or I guess I'll just yes, try to hit order. as much as Do I can. Do it exactly in order. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be great if you could just start from the top. <laughs> um, number one, I was following direction from Whitney Crystal, Billy Crystal's son, who was directing that episode. God. Number two. Um, what was I, number two? I 
every time you guys see a church, I run into it. Mm. Um, yes. I was raised Catholic, and I'm trying to um, let that go. But still, when I do see a church, I go to that confessional booth. Um, number three was um, uh, catering. The first oh one yes, of so three the thing, catering questions. The thing they don't tell you about um, tacos to madre is all of the meat is in the middle of the burrito, and I don't like. I I get really full sometimes, so I actually go in the middle so I can get the meat and get out. Um, number two, I've never asked for concrete ever before. I think maybe I was just asking for a green juice, and you must have heard it. Um, Okay, green juice, concrete. Those sound like very different. Very. Can I have a maybe if I maybe if I said it quickly? Green juice, green juice, Um, concrete. Maybe I I was asking for green juice. Maybe I was asking for con meat with meat, like meat. Con meat. Green juice or con meat, like you're ordering in Spanish, but only the con. Do you drink a green juice and put meat in it? (laughs) Um, con meat. Sometimes I do that. You yeah. do say um, green juice, cooked okay. meat. I will say though, mm-hmm. ordering green juice and putting I, meat in it does sound like you're a gargoyle again. I'll just say that. Um, I feel like I would assume that's what gargoyles eat. I, why do you I choose? Go, why do you choose with to be the only Spanish word you say? Green juice, con meat. Sometimes I'm like, I need to go to L bathroom. I like to. I like. So you only you like the spang, articles. It's Spanglish. Like the I art- love the articles of Spanglish, Spanish. but just for the. With and, and and yeah, and that's and that's an easy way to speak Spanish and not exclude English speakers, just without any nouns. Yeah, it's an easy um, way to speak Spanish if you don't learn the nouns. I'm feeling pretty fucking ganged up on. <laughs> I'm feeling. Okay. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, man. What's, I'm, I'm sorry, Miranda. You've got I'm some sorry. things popping out of your back just a little bit. What's I'm the... feeling. I'm just going to relax for a no, second. No, what, let it out. I, lo- I love it. Let okay. it out. Okay, okay, I think now's a Chester. perfect time to change the subject and finally talk about how awful Chester is as a person. He oh. never... <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Oh. What? That's not all Listen, take everyone st- down, okay? We're still trying to get a season two, might I add. When that rolls around, the I don't think it will. The pilot is the only thing that airs. It has to. And this is our press it junket. It has to roll around, folks. We have to get this one. We have to get a season two. Wait, why am I a bad person? Just what? We don't have Did to talk about it. Everybody think we don't have to talk about it. No, I want to talk, talk about, about it. it. You guys didn't like my rap, <sighs> my set raps. Oh, I don't love no, your raps. And, and I thought it was fun. You know, it was kind of like a a bully rap. It was like a a fun rap that I would do. You know, I'd be like, oh, like Jerry, really nice guy, really nice actor. But yeah, I would rap about him. Jerry, Jerry, kind of hairy, looks like his wife cheats on him every night. Why did he get married? And I just have the flow, you know? I just have the flow sometimes. And yeah, Jerry, like, kind of quit. Lots of crew members quit. I, I, I would like to say that because, because there was somebody that I got to know, uh, several of them. You always did weird, specifically kind of obsessive raps about, you do specess- obsessive raps about the best boys. And you say, he's my, well, yeah. he's my best boy. He's a real bad bitch. You know, it was really. It's the Doja Cat. Song. Yes. He's I know Doja. We, we go way he's back. But it was. It yeah. was you do, David? Yes. Yeah. Doja and I uh, were on a couple Richard Union shoots. And I'm really proud of her for getting out of it because she was one of his favorites. Um, <laughs> all sorts of projects. And, and awful, awful stuff. And we kind of worked in the trenches together. But. It was difficult for you to. You were just a, kind of obsessive over this best boy. The first one was Neil, and then it was mm-hmm. Neil. He's my best boy. Yeah, he's a real bad bitch. He's a real bad bitch. Yeah, it was weird. It was. That's just straight up Doja. It was well. I don't care about the copyright infringement. The big problem for me was it. It was uncomfortable. He was trying to work, and you just kept talking about him, and you learned things about him, and you'd look him up on social media and stuff like that, and it was. Uncomfortable for everyone. You kind of have a fixated so on a crew that's member. That's a bad day. thing. Okay. I'm really glad you brought that up, David. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else got any concerns or anger at me that they didn't tell me? Well, I'm trying to get a season two. Me too. Me too. But need I it. will say, I need it to roll around. I need it to roll around because personally, I am in a lot of horse racing debt. Mm. 
And so I really, really, really need this to roll around. Um, <laughs> so listen, you, your boyfriend is Tin Man on Hollywood Boulevard, and you're in a lot of horse racing. Death. How did so you get funny. into the what? industry, by the way, Stephanie? <laughs> what yeah. happened? Well, how did, did you, you get in here? Did you just get into the how industry? How did you sell to this show? Tell other people's stories that aren't yours, and to just like make <laughs> shit up, Miranda. Easy to make okay, shit up, Miranda. easy, Miranda. Easy. I- Whoa. You guys were ganging up on her too. Well, you're my no. worst. Bad <laughs> we, we were ganging up okay. on her for her Here's life the... choices, not her creative choices. I just don't understand who gives you the fucking right. Oh, oh my god, the okay. teeth, the teeth, the teeth. The teeth came out. Your eyes sort of got very yellow for a moment and then retracted. Listen, I broke into the industry the same <laughs> way anyone breaks into the industry. My Tin Man boyfriend and I were at the gambling races. We were at the horse races. We were at the Santa Anita racetrack. And then who walks in but Steven Spielberg. And he said, and he said, You were in the boy, same area as Steven Spielberg? At the Santa Anita Yes, well, races? I have generational wealth, so we were sitting in the same place. Mm. Yeah, and that's the place where generational he... wealth kind of rears its head, at Santa Anita. <laughs> <laughs> when All I hear the elites. When I hear Santa Anita, I hear old money. (laughs) But Steven Spielberg, he said out loud, I really need a script. And then little did I know, a script was the name of the horse. But that didn't (laughs) stop me. That (laughs) That was the conversation starter that led me to go, Mr. Spielberg, I have a show that I think would be really great for the CW. Could you hook me up with them? And he said, what? Talk to me when the race is over. And uh, thank God a script won the race. He was in a good mood and he was willing to talk to me because he had just won uh, $10 million off that horse. Oh, and wow. so he was ready to go. He was and I guess, ready to help Yeah, me. just a really big shout out to our exec producer, Steven Spielberg. Love you, Steven. Thank you so Love much. You, Steven. Thanks we for jumping you, on this CW show. Stevie Cute. boy, and, he's just so awesome. And, everyone and you know, so- you'd think it wasn't a match, but if you're really passionate about something, uh, <laughs> you do it. He, he was the most hands-on I've ever seen any executive producer. There every mm-hmm. day. He, I saw him every day. He worked on the props a little bit. He was so, so dedicated. There was that one day that Crafty was short one person. And he jumped in. Yeah, he said M and M's. I said Stephen. He said Don't tell. And he said Just kidding. Tell everyone. He's like undercover bossing. Yeah. he's having mm-hmm. the most fun he's ever had. Yes, and he did disclose boss. with me. He loves the CW. He said nobody can know this, but I love the CW. Wow. I think he's. I gave him a um, a Vampire Diaries T-shirt for his birthday mm-hmm. and he said that it was the best present he's ever gotten. That's amazing. He was so he was mm. so elated. I worked with him when I was a young actor too, so it was good to see him again. Oh, did you really? really? What you yeah. work well, on? It was almost him. It was a name it was named it was a guy named Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Oh, so it wasn't him, it was project. just a name it was a close to his. It was a Spielberg Schmielberg? movie. It was a Spielberg Schmielberg? movie. It was a Spielberg movie produced by Richard Union called EP. Wow. Yeah. EP that sounds the extra wow. terrestrial. It was a cat. It was a man and a cat. Uh, and then you got a non a don't do not work. I got a do not work <laughs> in the middle of it, and I had on to leave. EP. <laughs> Did on the EP. do not work notice say do not work on Steven Schmielberg's Schmielberg's EP. Yeah, Steven Schmielberg's EP. Yeah. Well, I've wow. just got a question. Like, how was how was he making money? Were you guys paying to be on? Set or we were something? part of the club. Yeah, you. We, he. It was a club thing. It was dues. So. So you paid dues to <laughs> union dues. Union. Yes. <laughs> union dues. You. And in exchange, he gives you what? You. Um. Uh. Rolls. Um. Uh, and car advice. Otter pops. Otter pops. Car advice. Rolls. Those were kind of the the triumvirate. And how many years into your life, into your career, did you realize that this wasn't going to work? Well. That this wasn't real. We, oh, you cast me on Gar- Gargoyle Journal uh, eight months ago, and yeah, yeah, so probably four months ago, yeah. yeah, I was still in yeah. the kind of u- paying union dues until four months ago because they're they're biweekly, so twice a week. And how much? Two hundred a week. Uh, two hundred a due twice a week. Four hundred a week. Okay, so you're paying sixteen hundred dollars a month. To Richard Union? Yeah. To be in the movies. Uh, listen, I realized how crazy all of this was about a month and a half ago, and it's nice to be able to talk it out because I'm still trying to process how I got trapped in it. 
It was tough for me. I don't know. I think it's him. You know, you're so desperate to get a job out here. And I was told, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly by all sorts of people. And you guys are the first people that saw me for can who I was. Can I ask you something? Yes. Was was Richard Union the one calling you ugly over and over again? Mm, yes, it was him. It was him. Mm. Yeah, this sounds like a cold. Yes, this it might like be. That. We didn't, you know, it was um, it was a bad, bad way. It was a bad situation. Wow. But I'm really glad you said something because people in Hollywood need to know about these scams. Yes, I'm. You know, I'm being kind of de de transitioned out of it. You know, I'm I'm I'm. Yeah. I'm taking yes, away. I'm being, being deprogrammed yeah. out of uh, being part of the union. Yeah, yeah. Now I've yeah. heard there are those support groups for people who have been scanned by Richard Union. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They meet in church basements and they sort of, you know, you have coffee and donuts and you mm-hmm. and you be honest with each other. Yeah. You know? The um the the scam averse geniuses. The sag. The sag. Uh, wow. Sag word. Sag world. Um, so I've joined Stephanie, SAG. I have joined SAG. I'm no longer in the union, but I am. I've joined oh, SAG. Oh, good. Because yes. you need those. You're, you need to join yeah, to get those emails. You're not in the union. You're in I SAG. left the union, yeah. and now I'm in SAG. <laughs> Wait, sorry. You said SAG was scam averse. Scam averse geniuses. Yeah, um, that's another scam. That is another <laughs> no, it scam. can't be. It can't be. No, that's not SAG. What's the, is what's not, the logo? That's not what SAG stands for. When you get your dues or your emails, what is the logo? It is David? a kind of wayfish man reaching his hands up to the sky. Close. Okay. Close. That's not a, it sound, that sounds that's fine. Close. Almost it. Interesting. Don't worry. Not Stephanie, enough for me to say no, it's not. They're helping me. I know. A lot. Not enough for me to know. Got it. They're helping okay. me a lot. They are giving me all sorts of car advice. It is really. And may I ask what? how much do you pay them? I pay them. Let's see. It's they. They don't ever want to do what Richard Union did to us. So now we just pay a lump sum every year, which I think is twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars to start. That sounds right. That sounds mm-hmm. right. That sounds exact. Like Those are my SAG dues. Okay, that doesn't sound like a scam. That sounds like SAG. <laughs> Thank you. Regardless, I'm so happy to be on this project, and I, I think we're gonna. I, I really need it. To kind of cover these dues, so let's keep it rolling around. Um, Stephanie, I have a question. Um, yes. So, uh, a couple of the Riverdale shows in their second season, when the second season rolled around, they had an episode con music, um, like a musical. And I was, (laughs) and I was wondering, um, will we have a musical episode of Gargoyle Journal in season two that people can look forward to? I'm so glad you asked, Miranda, because, um, oh gosh, I don't want to spoil anything. When con music? really been picked up for a season two. Never heard her say con, con music, music ever before. We will be doing Dear Evan Gargoyle. Oh, we are? Uh, it's a bottle episode. Oh! It's a bottle oh, episode my God. where one gargoyle um, kills himself, and then the other gargoyle, uh, through a series of uh, really out there <laughs> misunderstandings, somehow tricks people into believing he was friends with the other gargoyle, and then uh, and we're supposed to root for him, right? For it. Yes, we're supposed to like him. We're supposed to think what he's doing is redeemable, right? And we're gonna get someone older to play it. Um, not sure yet. Someone oh, like not, uh, not me, not Chester. No, I think we're gonna get Robert De Niro. I think we're gonna get Robert <laughs> De Niro to play. Um, mm. The Dear Evan Gargoyle. Um, yeah, okay. But it's just, all going to work out at the end, and it's just a bottle episode, so it's it, we're we're going to move past it the next. Um, so you just want you want Robert De Niro playing a high school gargoyle, just doesn't, just doesn't. Yeah, make well, s- we'll put him in a polo. We'll put him in a polo. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. fine. That's fine. I'm very excited. That's fine. Well, I am so curious to know from all of you. I mean. Were there any sort of, I mean, this is, um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm, as your boss, I'm asking you this. This is kind of a, you know, a sensual show. Uh, were there any <laughs> off-screen romances that I don't know about? Oh, I've been, I've been uh, wondering. Feels that feels Gargoyle crazy. That feels crazy to ask tells. in a press, in a press tour. <laughs> I think we can I talk about it. Of you. I think we can talk about it. I think we. You know can what? Talk There's no Mario it. Lopez here to ask these questions. Yes. So sometimes, you know what? I'm feeling saucy. I would. I. I'm curious about the two in this room. I'm curious about well, the two yeah. in this room. Okay. Okay. We have had a lot of on-screen chemistry. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she thought I was awful. I really had no idea. 
But it's not and... about you being awful. It's that my vagina is a stone. <gasps> what? What? <laughs> What? Well, this is actually interesting. I wasn't going to go that far, but we did try to hook up, Wait. but it didn't work because her vagina was a stone. Really? Um, yeah, just one singular Whoa. stone. My, my vagina can be a stone, and I could still not be a gargoyle. Those two aren't. And okay. now I'm just realizing, because I've been in intimate situations with her multiple times, and we would hook up you know, every week. Okay, uh, so you did have clearly had a, some sort of off-screen romance. I, I, none of this sounds like it adds up um but please continue well i'm just realizing how dumb i was because like you know we're hooking up and i don't want to go into details because this is a press junket but i would take off her shirt and it was all stone it was just all stone wow. and i could not figure it Whoa. out i literally could not figure it out really it looked carved mm. i don't want to you talk know? about what i look like underneath my clothes on a okay store. okay yeah that's totally i'll fair. talk about okay. i'll talk about i'll talk about that's absolutely that's fair I don't talk that's about that's actually that's fair. fair. I'm sorry I brought it up. That you know completely what? Let's, let's crosses level the every line. Yeah, I, let's level the playing yeah. field. When I take off my shirt, <laughs> it's like a lot of brick. Okay. It's a lot of brick. I'll be honest. Are you lying? Brick. Are you lying? Are you're you lying. lying. It sounds like Are you you're lying. lying to make me feel better? Okay, I can't help it. I'm an empath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an empath. That's what I say every day on set. I you know, it's 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 much easier, I will say. Here's an insider Hollywood trick. Much easier way to deliver bad news is to tell people you're an empath after you do it. Mm. Because then they feel bad for you. Yes. Mm. Uh, I, I mm. will even the playing field as well. I'll tell you guys about a little on-screen romance. Off-screen romance for me as well. Okay. I have a couple of things going on behind the scenes. I divorced my wife during the shooting of this. And okay, it was brutal, but it made me, being on the show made me realize that I could, you know, if I looked good enough to be on a CW show, I realized I could do a little bit better wife-wise. So, this is <laughs> brutal for me to say, to be honest. We wish you luck, man. It's, no, I think apps. it's brutal I'm for- I'm on the apps and it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard. And I, I haven't, Nothing- I, I don't think any of mine are working. I've called, I've called every single headquarter. I've called Ginger headquarters. I've called TNG headquarters. I've called- Why do you call the because headquarters? Because I say my app isn't working. I'm not getting any matches. And I say, I do not need to works. figure this out. It's just out. not how it works. My app is broken. I don't broken. think it's a software problem. My app is broken. I see them, and they don't come to me, and it's broken. Because I'm on a CW show. It's They don't understand. And so it's been hard, but I'm good, and I'm living in Redondo now. And it's really nice. <laughs> David, I got to take you out, my guy. I got to take you out. We're going to go. Oh, that would be fun. Gonna, like, hit the, the young party scene. It's gonna Where do you fun, go? Dude. Oh, we go to all the great bars that are kind of like open now, you know, kind of like new ones open like post pandemic. Yeah. Like there's a Junkies. Okay. Um, which is really Junkies. Fun. Uh, yeah, Junkies. It's kind of like where all like the 21 year olds, 22 year olds mm-hmm. go. It's like really fun. And then there's two, 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 two. which is this bar on like Hyperion. Mm-hmm. Do you know where Hyperion is? Oh, is that, is that in Los Feliz? Not that Hyperion. Okay. That's the wrong Hyperion. Oh. Okay. This one's in the hills. I'm really loving this. Oh, yeah. Hyperion Hills? <laughs> Hyperion Hills. I've never been yeah, there. Yeah, it's just outside of LA. I haven't been there. You go to Hyperion Hills, and it's wild, mm. dude. You're going to have a great time. You'll probably meet your wife. You know, where I met my wife originally was Dimples <laughs> in Burbank, karaoke bar. It has since closed. And so now that I'm divorced, I'm, I There's that. I that's that place where too. the huge breakout happened, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, and Mr. Belding. Uh, from Saved by the Bell used to run that and he used to be there every night and I called him up and I called him I said where did you go because I need dimples back because I'm single again and he said I'm busy oh, buddy I'm wow. busy boy uh, you love to call people when you have a problem you love to just like there call is the top nothing the top. nothing more refreshing than a nice phone call in 2021 I wish more people were making phone calls you younger generation are always texting and the, the beauty of the oral conversation is being lost it's being lost you know, David, if you're in a bind, I can always call Trevor. He has a ton of friends. He knows everybody. This is your he tin can husband. Superman. He knows. <laughs> he just, this is my tin can husband. He knows. He knows Superman. He knows Batman. He knows Elmo. He knows. But those um, aren't real, Stephanie. Those are just the people in front of the Grumman's Chinese Theater. Yeah. What are their names? And are they women? I don't. I don't think you named a one woman character. <laughs> You said Superman, Batman, <laughs> Elmo. Well, they don't have a lot of women on Hollywood Boulevard, I will mm. say. Not a lot of female characters on there. 
I think there's a Harley Quinn, although Trevor and her are not on good terms. Um, what there happened? was a sort of luncheon with all the Hollywood Boulevard people that went oh, awry. Doing I won't say that's so fun. They do a luncheon. Are they they're un- more organized than you think? They're are in they the union? union? A, which union? They're in the union. Who? Which union? So that's Shelby Onion. Oh, they're in the Onion. <laughs> I was in the Onion in the eighties. I was in the Onion in the eighties. I played Doc Brown on Venice Beach. It was a nightmare. It was a true nightmare. <laughs> I'm, 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 so, I'm sorry to hear that she is still. I'm sorry to hear that she is still going. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but sometimes you can't lead him out of the yeah. onion. That's what I. That's what I say. And sometimes you just have to learn to accept it at a certain point. Because if I get into this fight with Trevor one more time, oh, that's good. Our well, marriage will crumble. Our marriage will crumble. Your marriage will crumble. <laughs> <laughs> it invades every aspect of my life. <laughs> so it will crunion. Wow, L- listeners, beware, El Union, Onion. So I guess we haven't done much actual promotion of the show. We've really just been kind of. Oh, you should watch it. Watch, yeah, the show. maybe you should watch Please. it. Watch it. Please. It's really fun. It's really hot. It's really great. There's so many things that happen that are so fun, and as you can see, we're we're thick as thieves. We're a tight cast. <laughs> Everybody okay. is big fans. I of just each got other. a very interesting text. Um, oh. we have been canceled. Oh, fuck! Oh my god, she spread her wings. Jesus. Okay, so she's a gargoyle. Yeah, she was a she was a gargoyle the she whole time. She was a gargoyle. This has been artists on artists on artists on artists answering the question. Now that's why they call it show business. We'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Angela Geritana. I'm Jeremy Colhane. I'm Patrick McDonald. And I'm Kylie Brakeman. Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists is an improvised Hollywood Roundtable podcast available on iTunes and Spotify. You can follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. Four A's with three O's in between, then pod. Music for this week's episode was provided by Gabriel Ponton. Stars, they're just like us. And if you like this episode, you can give us five of them by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. That's all for now. Good night, Hollywood. <laughs>